Have you ever thought about like your headspace and how it determines so much of your decisioning when it comes to like whether you're on a in a positive headspace or a negative headspace? And when I get in that dark place of like okay, this situation just completely changed my perspective on what I thought I wanted. I kind of take a step back and I'm say, wait, it could still be what I want. It's just because I'm in a bad mood right now. So just kind of give it some time, I think has more so been helpful than just like you rationally jumping into a decision based off of the mood that I'm in in that moment. But you need to focus on the mental state where it's like, go back and take some accountability for your, your decisions. Like hold yourself accountable and start to understand that everything and every situation you're in is your choice you are putting yourself in these situations so like bring it all back to yourself and start to kind of in a weird way like not not judge yourself but recognize areas where you have need opportunity and you're also we're wrong at one point and it's like that's all growth it's all growth because you learn from it like we're so quick to recognize the faults of everyone else we don't do enough self-work everybody welcome back to the Dima podcast it's Neela and it is Adis what's up family have you ever thought about like your headspace and how it determines so much of your decisioning when it comes to like whether you're on a in a positive headspace or a negative headspace I recently noticed this about myself where like I'll get into a funk and it could be driven through just like things that are happening in my life or situations and um, basically like if it's something that brings me down a little bit every decision I make in regards to anything else will come from that headspace. Whereas if something really good and uplifting is happening in my life and I'm feeling like the energy levels of just positivity and like happiness, my decision making in that headspace looks so different. And the situation could be the same, but the decision I make in terms of how I handle situations, depending on the headspace that I'm in, it plays such a huge role. And I never realized this about myself. Like, for example, I'll just start with like, like, you know, when you're in this like healthy, happy relationship, right? And you all of a sudden see like rainbows and stars and you see the, your future together and like you want, uh, you know, all for me at least, it's like I always grew up and I was really content with like, I don't want kids, I don't want kids, at least not now, right? But then when you're in the comfort of a situation where you feel like you could have it, your decision changes. Like, I want kids now, right? But then if something goes wrong in that relationship and you take a step back and you're like, okay, no. I don't want kids, actually. It's just, it's all determined on our perception of the situations. And it's just so annoying because it's like, are we ever making the right decision? I agree. You know? I feel the same way. And I think I make, I'm a very emotional, impulsive kind of person. Like I, I react on impulse of what I'm feeling in the moment rather than, you know, I have a, a balance of being calculated with like, macro goals, mm -hmm. right? But with the micro stuff, I'm very emotionally impulsive, right? And my headspace determines my decision and rationale from making a certain type of decision, right? It's either I'm making an irrational decision or a rational decision based on like my happiness in that moment, if I'm up, if I'm down, right? And it's so crazy because like in my, you know, kind of ethos of who I am, I want to be the most calculated and rational that I could be in that very moment. But it's like, it's all determined on how I'm feeling with myself, like the comfortability that I feel that I am in the moment as far as like what I'm doing in life. Like when bad stuff happened to me, like small stuff that are not, uh, that I can't control, like the outliers and the variables that are not in my control, like someone 
cuts me off and, and says something crazy to me or like someone else projects their insecurities or feelings on me, that stuff will be there one second and out the other. I'm able to compartmentalize those feelings, right? Because I'm like, oh, that's more so on them. But if I don't feel like happy and content with who I am in that moment, or if I'm like progressing in my life and doing things that are, you know, making me fulfill my highest capabilities of Adis, then I'm in a funk. And then I make the most irrational, stupid decisions that bring like, you know, my decision-making and my mental space at an all-time low. It feels like, like even if I fail forward, right? Like if I do something, but I'm actively pursuing something, you know, bigger or like my macro goal in life or whatever, then I'm totally good. But if it's like outliers, I'm able to compartmentalize that stuff and be able to push it aside. It'll bring my like headspace down and I might make small irrational decisions in that point, you know, in that space. But what would really affect my headspace and my decision making and everything if I don't feel content with what I'm doing in life and like if I'm, you know, progressing and doing the things I need to do, you know, to feel fulfilled and successful. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's so interesting how you said the like if someone cuts you off, like for me, for example, when it comes to headspace, like if I'm having a good day and I'm in a really, really positive, healthy headspace and someone cuts me off and has like road range, I'll just feel like it's fine. Like, let them go. Like, I'll, I'll choose peace, right? Like, I'll choose peace. But of course, if you're in a very negative, toxic anger driven headspace because something in your life is happening and someone cuts you off you're going to look for that violence you're going to look for that that reaction as well and you're going to you're going to project that energy back and like I've been in really really moods where like I'm having a bad day and someone cuts me off and I'll push back and like I'll follow them and like tailgate and like try I'm like all right what's up like let's fight right and it's not good but it's like you know that all comes from where my train of thought is in the moment and it's like where my emotions are being consumed the most which is like in that dark space that my head is trending but if I'm in like this really and it happens as human beings we're not always plateauing at our emotions I wish right like I'd pick up an emotion and stick with it but things happen you know there are causes out there where we are going through waves of emotions and we can't sometimes control it um and so when when you're in a happier headspace it's like and something happens you just choose to be the bigger person you choose to see the light you choose to just be like it's okay let them be be there for people you know like it's different um and I think now more than ever I've done a really good job with um that's why it's so important to just take your time like of course with decision making but also in situations versus um reacting right away which I used to do all the time like if someone pissed me off I just block them on Instagram I'd be like yeah cut them off but now as much as I, in that moment that's what I feel I take the time to really let the situation just kind of sit because I can feel one way in a minute and then the next 10 minutes I'm in a different place and like we it happens all the time we just talked about it like you're raging of anger in a moment when you're fighting with someone you go upstairs take a break come back an hour down your and I do I go through this on a daily when I fight with my sisters and I'm like that is the end of it I turn off my location I block their numbers I'm like I'm never they're never gonna to contact me again an hour later I'm literally like I'm sorry guys like I, you know it's like our emotions play so many games with us but um it has to do with again like switching it on and off and trying to control our our, our ability to seeing through the chaos of where our head's at because our head does play games with us you hear it all the time your mind's playing tricks on you and um when I'm when I get in that dark place of like okay, this situation just completely changed my perspective on what I thought I wanted. I kind of take a step back and I'm say, wait, it could still be what I want. It's just because I'm in a bad mood right now. So just kind of give it some time, I think, has more so been helpful than just like irrationally jumping into a decision based off of the mood that I'm in in that moment. Yeah, I agree. And I think 
it's up to us to be able to regulate our emotions and that's the only thing you can control right it's yourself and like how you respond to certain types of situations and you know sometimes it's okay to take a step back take a breather and you know deal with it you know with your best foot forward when you're able to regulate those emotions because like the human brain is so complex like there are sometimes when you're in a funk in a bad headspace, just to be in a funk in a bad headspace, like you have no reasoning for it. You just feel down. And I felt that the other day. I just felt really down. Could have been because of a sugar crash, because I drank, you know, drank this energy drink or whatever. But I just felt there's no reason for me to feel in a funk. But I just felt like I was in a funk. Yeah, and it that happens. made you know what I mean? So it's like there are a lot that of, does come from somewhere though probably it does. does you don't just wake up with it yeah it does come from somewhere 100 so you got to do the work exactly and try to figure <laughs> out like what is mm -hmm. making me feel this way right like what is what am i what void am i trying to fill or my brain trying to understand subconsciously or whatever but it's like sometimes like there might be no reason for it and there might be no reason for things to happen on the outside that you can't control but it's literally up to you to be be able to regulate those emotions because again if you know that you know and this is the most morbidly terrible thing to think about, but we know dark days are ahead, right? There's going to be days where it's all sunshines and rainbows and amazing. But with a rainbow, what does a rainbow come from? It comes from rain, right? Like as stupid as that sounds, it's like that's going to happen. Eventually it will pass, right? But it's like, how are you going to deal with those days when it rains, right? It's just like the levels of rain and storm and chaos vary though. Mm -hmm. And that's when you have to be able to be like, all right, dude, this is really terrible, but am I going to let this affect me as a person? Because again, like that person that cut you off and like you're having a bad day, right? And they're having a bad day. They're waiting for you to give them that energy to crash out, bro. And I always think about that, bro. I'm like, is this situation worth me crashing out for, right? Because like- We don't take a lot of time to think about if it's worth it. Exactly, bro. If things are worth it. And that's what's We scary. don't ask ourselves that. In, a, in that instant rage of emotion too, though, it's hard to, to think about in that second, like, is this worth it? But it's nice to have people around you who are like, dude, it's not worth it. Like, you know, when a fight pops off and like your people are holding you back, and like, dude, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Stop. You're literally seeing red. It's hard to kind of process in that moment. And that's where like being a human being is so tricky and hard because it's like our emotions are not like processing in our mind correctly where we're telling our mind the right thing to do because we're just acting in range or, or, or we're acting from like such ha such happiness too. It's like we sometimes make irrational decisions, decisions being so happy too. It may not also be the best decision, you know, but because we're, we're in such a good headspace, we're like, this is it. And, I, and I've noticed that about myself. Like I'll be set in stone in something because I'm like, oh, I see this now it can happen for me something I've never even wanted or I knew that was never going to work for me but that little situation shifted my perspective which is good too. like be open-minded to it but like when you take a step back and you actually analyze it you're like no like I still stand where I stand um but it's it's hard because there's that notion of we're not our heart doesn't connect with our mind it's not on the same page and that's literally what this world is kind of uh, has created for us to affect our emotions like even with like happiness and stuff right like let's say you go to vegas right there's like certain aromas that they put in the in hotels. the hotels and stuff 
and they put like, let's just say like a Louis store right mm -hmm. in the gambling area where people are drinking, right? Because your emotions Making are high. Money. Yeah, your emotions are high. You're hella happy. The smells are amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, let me just go blow a bag in Louis because I'm feeling just so happy right now and so euphoric where it might not be the best decision, right? Or like you see something in someone that you probably, you never be into this person, but you feel this, these emotions. So you're like, you know what? All rationale goes out the window because of like the feeling. So like this world is like, created upon just affect your emotions the news they're always spilling bad stuff into the world like every time you open your phone this many dead this yeah, person kidnapped this person you know so it's like it brings you down bro and in your last makeup video like you and i had been talking about just like creating right and like we've been creating on this podcast for so so long mm -hmm. right day in day out it's a hustle makeup you've been doing for years since we were kids you've been on it right so it's like even your the most passionate thing you're all about and we're on the cusp of this beautiful thing bro because your feelings uh, like your emotions are at the place you are you can't creatively think in that lens bro and you said this in your video you're like like i don't want to just create just to create because i'm in this headspace so i need to uh, like sit back take a breather which you did and then come back and you know reinvent myself in this space that i've created and that's amazing because like you're understanding that you need a second to take the time to do that and like you and i have even with the podcast, with all of these things, it's been moments where we've had to sit back, kind of rethink about our approach, rethink about these things because we're in a weird headspace. You know what I mean? And like, on, on that note, I also want to talk about other people's headspace and how it can reflect on you because I recently have had to take a step back again from my surroundings because of, and I don't think people do it intentionally. I don't think people are aware of it, but if someone's going through a really bad breakup, right, or is going through very, very, um, an un unhealthy toxic relationship for example and you're on this trajectory of like kind of growing in something healthy with someone that person's energy is always gonna no matter how much good they mean for you they're always gonna say something that comes across as a negative because of what they're dealing with so it'll always I don't even want to say projected because I don't think that it's intentional but I think that naturally depending on the headspace that they're in it's hard to just not release that energy and say what you're feeling when you see something that's not the case for you, for that person but not naturally make it personal right mm -hmm. so and I've this has been happening a lot where it's like people all, all somewhat create this narrative of something that they have no idea about based off of what their headspace is at. And it's like, you have to recognize those things too, because that'll get in your head. It'll really get in your head. And you'll start to like, wait, you'll kind of like see yourself looking at it the same way. And you're like, no, no, no though. Like that's actually not my situation. So it's important to remember that everyone's situation will not be your situation either. It's not a reflection of the direction you're going. Even if it has little similarities, it's not your situation. A lot of people will give you advice, will give you um, feedback will give you direction based off of where their headspace is at. You can ask someone one question. You can ask someone else the exact same question. You're going to have two different answers because they're in different headspaces. So if you're seeking advice, which is why as humans, we're always going to tend to go for the one that we want to listen to because it's like what our headspace needs, right? So we're all naturally just like it's a circle of life, but it's like you have to pay attention to what's also surrounding you because I noticed when I got into that dark cloud, 
a lot of it wasn't even projected from my own train of thought. It was other people's energy that I was consuming from their situations and, and their mindset and like what they were going through, which is fine. But I started to take it in and make it my headspace. And that's literally what you cannot do because it's going to ruin your situations. Yeah. Seriously. And it's relative to what they're going through. Like yeah. exactly like you said, like my advice going through my life experiences and what I've gone through is going to be completely different than one of your friends that's going through their own life experiences, their own. Like I can be in such a healthy and happy relationship and could be, you know, selling you this dream. Right. And you go ask the next person that's going through something toxic and they're telling you what to look out for and everything. You better watch out for this. And then you're like, wait, does this person, does my person do this? Like you're trying to correlate things and it gets, that's why you have to take everything with a grain of salt because it's relative there to their own situation. It's everybody's unique. Right. But it's like, crazy because we are not the type of people to be able to sense and see what someone else is going through right and then not jump in it with them and try to help and try to give them a little bit of like clarity amongst the chaos because again we are a sort of like empaths where we feel other people's emotions and some people could be like well yeah you'll eventually get through it and then mm -hmm. dip and then go shopping yeah. and but you in a can, weird like, way, though, I feel like what I'm learning a lot now, too, is it's important to just listen. Some people don't yeah. want to hear your feedback. Some people don't need your advice. They just need someone to listen. And I'm a good when it comes to the relationships in my life, the people I care most about, I can't help but to give them my peace on it because I care about them. But I'm also learning that it's important for people to just have a space where they can come to and you can just listen. And it's like, don't give them your two cents. Think about what you're, the feedback you're giving people, too. It's like, I'm going through something right now with my relationship. I shouldn't give this person who looks happy and is just asking for some advice negative relationship advice right because that's just what I'm going through it doesn't mean that's what they're going to go through so we also need to pick and choose how we deliver our feedback and based off of what's coming from our headspace right like I notice my energy levels are so different when I'm so happy or I'm so down. And when I'm down, I'm starting to learn more on how to just give myself time to go through it and not bring that towards others and also recognize that there are very much so negative people in the world. There are. There absolutely are. I, there, I've seen them. I know them. Um, and it's okay if you love those people and they're in your life, but you have to draw a line on what you want to tolerate and not tolerate. And then it'll be easier for you to navigate kind of your emotions and, and basically like separate the two because bro energy we've talked about it before aside from headspace is so strong and that it, it'll literally it'll cloud you it'll cloud you and you have to know how to differentiate the two so you can take a step back and recognize that their problems are their problems don't let it become your problems and that we've talked about boundaries and it's setting boundaries for yourself not with other people it's like what i can tolerate what i should do so i don't let that energy bleed onto me yep. because then, then it's a chain reaction it's like that person bleeds on their energy to you then you take that negative funk that space and then bleed it onto your people and it's just this chain reaction yeah. and you don't even know it's like the game of telephone right mm -hmm. you know that game where you say something to someone and then you see where it goes around. you don't even know where it came from no because it and now you came, feel that way and now you feel that and you way. never felt that way to begin with you exactly. were so excited about something and someone else's toxic headspace just like fumbled the whole thing for you and now you're like wait why do i even feel like this exactly and being able to like set those emotions and those feelings aside and understanding and correlating where it came from how you can you know, fix it to whereas like I don't get in the situation again, I think is like the moment, the, the biggest purpose in life for me, honestly, Niels, is like, bro, I've noticed the whole point of life is being able to progress as the best version of yourself, right? Like a lot of cultures, religions, 
even our religion and stuff, it believes in being the best, most purest version of yourself. Obviously, devoting yourself to God and like what God wants for you. But it's like people believe it in karmic uh, religions where karma is a big thing where you ascend higher, right? On the scale of like, you know, spirituality, the better of a human and the more you progress in life. And I feel like that's the purpose of our lives. It's be able to like really understand it ourselves at our root core and trying to set certain boundaries limitations you know um finding a sense of purpose with like yourself and it's that's the whole purpose of life right is to be the best version of yourself on the worst days on the best days being able to regulate yourself not being able to let other people's emotions and stuff bleed onto yours just be purely you and keep ascending bro And that all has to do with self-work. Like we need to do some more self-work. I've been doing a lot of it lately, a lot of self-reflection, whatever it looks like to you. A lot of people think, okay, I just need to focus on myself. Like go get physical, go get active, go get get a routine, go start a new diet. Like, yes, that all plays into the physical aspect of it. But you need to focus on the mental state where it's like – go back and take some accountability for your your decisions like hold yourself accountable and start to understand that everything and every situation you're in is your choice you are putting yourself in these situations so like bring it all back to yourself and start to kind of in a weird way like not not judge yourself but recognize areas where you have need opportunity and you're also we're wrong at one point and it's like that's all growth it's all growth because you learn from it like we're so quick to recognize the faults of everyone else we don't do enough self-work and every situation i've came into the last few months i've asked myself why and then i've always i can only look at it from my own point of view right because it's my i know where, where i stood in it but it's like I am happy for where I've came. And like a lot of putting yourself for a self-reflection, protecting your peace does result into the end of a lot of things, but at least you're growing as a person, I feel like. And we don't do enough self-work. I think that's uh, it's something that we need to focus more on. And, and it really comes down to just sitting down and getting in tune with yourself and, and making a list. Like, what do you love about yourself? What do you hate about yourself? You know, things like that. Yeah, and it's like taking the power back yeah. from like, you know, the outliers and the situations that you can't control. It's like, for example, again, if you, let's take it for example, a relationship, right? You get into a relationship with someone who has their own insecurities, faults that they've kind of inherited through the years of their life. Trauma. Trauma that they've kind of inadvertently put on you and they bring you a sense of trauma because they did you wrong or whatever. And that pulls you back 20 steps, Mm -hmm. right? And then you're at this place where you're just like, if this ended well, I probably be, I wouldn't have this be in this headspace, but it's like taking that power away from what they did to you and being the best version of yourself again, right? It's like taking the power back. And I believe that, has to do with your headspace, the decision-making you make every single day. It's insane. It's insane that one situation can bring you back 10 steps, 20 steps. And now, again, it's that constant chase to get back to where you were and you don't know where that finish line is anymore. It's insane. It's insane to think about. And it all comes back to just where your head's at. Insane. Protect your headspace, honestly. I agree. Where can they find us? YouTube.com slash The Dima Podcast. TDP. We out. We out.